0: I would just like to consider this morning a few thoughts from our reading. Um The powerhouse of prayer. The prayer meeting is the powerhouse. We pray, but corporate prayer is the power when believers lay hold upon God together. That's it. Okay. Together, really. I would like to contrast two things from our reading. And the first one is this: the Amalekites. well, the Amalekites throughout the Bible were always at enmity with the people of God. If you like, you can refer them to the world, to people outside of God's purposes. Because they sadly want to be or don't know about the principles, the sinners. Those outside of God are lost, sadly, in sin. So the Amalekites sent and be like into the world, a world of sinners, opposed to God. But thank God when we believe him and he takes us out, it's just the opposite. So then they were opposed to God and behind them. It was Satan motivated. The enemy of God, the enemy of God's people, the one who always stirs up and causes the problems until it's sorted out in the end, when the Lord will sort him out at the minute, he is the one that motivates these people, sadly, to be in opposition against God, against his people. So the twofold thoughts from the Amalekites are these first the natural situation? What do I mean by that? Well, when the Israelites arrived at Rephidim, it was an invasion upon their territory. Here was a group of people, God's people, suddenly descend upon the territory of the Amalekites. What are they going to do? What do they do? Well, we see. What they do immediately they're at war with god's people. It was their land. Satan always remember this: Satan will attack when his domain is under threat whenever god's people will stand up and be counted whenever god's people will declare the truth of God's word to save sinners. From sin, what's required? Satan will attack because it's under threat. You see, would the God that His domain was more under threat when believers? And that's the powerhouse of prayer. When believers get together and pray, that is the power against the enemy. There is no greater, no other power than this, because we're communicating with the loving Father, a God who cares. For us, and even cares for them in the world. So, how important is that? Salvation for the ungodly is most important of all. That is the greatest need of the church, for the church today. That is the greatest need. It's missing. It's missing. The prayer meeting's missing. In many meetings, and people are missing the prayer meeting because that is the only way to get the grips with God together against the enemy. You see, that's the important thing. So important. It's prayer that will change things. It's prayer that changed my life. It's prayer that changed our lives. When we reflect back over over the years, those lovely people that God brought into my life believers who prayed for me who cared about me and it still goes on all the way back and this is where we give thanks for this how important it is and here to me then it's missing attendance at the prayer meeting he has a sobering thought he has a sobering thought for all consideration Satan's greatest victory is when God's people stay away. That's true. When God's, granted, there are reasons legitimate that you cannot get to a prayer meeting. Yes, we know that. If you can, you must. Because you, you're playing into the hands of the enemy, just like the Amalekites, you see. Just waiting for God's people. Waiting for the opportunity. And, and this lay is heavy. With me and it ought to with us as God's people. There's no escape, each one of us. We have to face up to our responsibilities in God. What does he require of us? That we are together in prayer. The second thing then about the Amalekites is this. Not only in the natural was it an invasion of the realm in that sense. And Deuteronomy 25 and verse 19 gives us another slant on it, gives us God's purpose on it, gives us the reason why it happened and why it'll always happen. Why it was a sneak attack. It was a sneak attack upon the weak and upon the weary. That's what God's word says. When you were weak. That's when their enemy attacked. I used to think, <clears throat> when you're weak, that it's not, God will attack us at our strongest point. Why? Because we can be lifted up beyond what we should be and then we fall. Keep a grip of God. Just keep praying to God. Just keep in touch with God. That's how it works. When the were not at their best. so believe us those who love the Lord those who name the name of the Lord listen, listen be strong be strong and watch be strong and pray and watch and pray together and we'll see this later on and that's what we've got to remember now, in that let's look at the positive side let's consider the Israelites let's look at God's chosen and redeemed people. They were different, they were special. If you read Numbers and you read Balaam when he was called to curse God's people, he said this to Balak, the king of Moab. Israelites going through their land just the same. He thought the power of curse would work on God's people. He didn't attack them openly like the Amalekites. He came a different the enemy, you come a different way, all of the time. Be ready, be watchful. For him. You see, what happened was this. They were set apart as God's people, and he said, Balaam said, "How can I curse those whom God is blessed? It is impossible. It will always be impossible. When the believer prays and gets a hold of God, he is getting the grips. They are getting the grips. They are believing God. And if you have the faith and the trust beyond what you even have in yourself, if you think you're weak, be strong. God will honor that when we pray. You see, always remember that. Let's look then it's some of the things about god's chosen and redeemed people we are we are chosen in him we are redeemed god set us free when jesus god's son died on the cross to set us free he redeemed us through his precious blood they were brought into a covenant relationship so are we there were slaves now they're free why they're free in god god had done it so, first of all, looking at God's people, first thing is this. They were a people under divine protection and providence. We've seen that with Balen. So are we. We are under divine protection. Remember that and providence. The enemy will come, the situations will arise, the difficulties will happen. We're sure it will. We're in the world, but we're not of it, but thank God we're not of it. We're in him. And we're a people. We're a people under divine protection and God's providence. Then they were on their way to the promised land. This was just a part of their journey to the land of promise. So are we? God encourages us. We're There's a promise waiting for us. It's a home in heaven. (coughs) It's sure. It's God's promise. But they were passing through a difficulty in a situation to get there. And so so are we. And then thirdly, they were learning God's ways. For them, as his chosen people, set apart, he took them to a mountain. He gave them his word. He ministered His rules and and living to them so that they could live the right way. Does not God do this through His Word? Are we not strengthened through the Word of God? Is God not ministering us? Take a hold of all the promises in God's Word. Word when we pray and face the world and face the enemy and take what God gives us into them situations. Then fourthly, they were in touch with God through God-given leadership. How important that is! Moses was chosen by God, set apart to lead God's people. In that special way, the man of God is so important. The man of God for each church, each individual assembly, is called and appointed. He's special. the pastor of the church is very special because he's appointed and in God he's anointed. and that ministry is the ministry for the church because it's God appointed. Leadership is vital. Support in leadership is vital. The leadership of the church were all important. The fellowship of the church were all wonderful in him. Special is the pastor. Why? Because he's protector of the sheep. That's why. That's exactly why. He looks after us just like sheep. Pray with him. Pray together. We've looked at the points. So are we in all the things. But do we pray together? Are we praying with the man of God? Are we gathering together in fellowship to see God in that place where we ought to be? And then fifthly, this is so important. It was while the battle was taking place, victory was assured. By and through incessant prayer, by that the battle was taken place, and Moses, the man of God. Was up on the hill, with his hands raised up, were ready. While his hands were raised up, they were winning. When his hands were lowered, they were losing. Listen, when his hands were up, when our hands are up, our hearts got to be up with it. We can stand in the presence of God all day with your arms uplifted, giving praise. But if your heart is not right, it doesn't move. It cannot move. But a prayerful heart built every time. And that was Moses, the man of God. So how important is corporate prayer? Are we supporting each other in prayer? Do we support each other? You see, there's a thought in prayer as well, if we think about it. You see, when we pray ourselves, we're talking to God and intimately, and that's true. But when we're together there's a strength in being together because we're not only praying for we're praying with and that's the strength of corporate prayer so in verse 12 of our reading one man's prayer winning in the battle but what was happening when his <coughs> arms cuz he got tired and you do get tired that's why you need support that's why we all need support that's why we need to be in the prayer meeting all of the time. If you're gonna lift up holy hands, lift it up in the prayer meeting anywhere. Yes, give worship. But prayer is vital. Prayer works every time. The war women, but when his hands were down, two went with him. That's so important. The importance of upholding the man of God. Why? Because her on one side and Aaron on the other held up his arms. Support. When he was weak, their strength was his strength. All of their strength was the winning strength that brought about a victory. All our strength brings about a victory when we're of one mind, of one purpose, of one desire, come together and believe. God believe God that's how important it is so it was while Moses held up his hands victory was there as I've said the need for support he had all the dedication he was the man of God he had all the direction he was one man in God but he was the leader of the people just like the pastor, the desire to pray, pray. Together, so important. Many more's required. What we need is a real desire to pray for and with Him. Let's pray together. God's man is chosen. We are chosen in Him. We'll work together. God will increase the work. God will add so much more. What does He want from me? What's He asking of me? You see, we've all got to ask ourselves that question. If there's more, how much more? If it's how much more, what's important? Where do we need to be while we're praying as well? So, a lesson to be learned the battle belongs to the Lord. Remember that. We might feel weak. <clears throat> we might even be losing it in ourselves. We might even not see the end of what might happen. But the Bible belongs to the Lord. He's over all. He knows the beginning from the end. He knows exactly where we need to be. And while we trust Him, He'll bring us through. <coughs> it's only victory in Him. Now, Israel, God's own people, is like the church today. We need to realize and activate that we all have. The equipment. You see, we all have the equipment that God gives us. The army was armed, they went out to fight. Prayer was their support. Each one had their place. Each one fought in the way that they would. And each one brought about a victory because they were together in purpose. And God does give us the equipment, we know that. In spiritual warfare, timeless morning doesn't go in to uh, explaining this. But we have the armour of God. We are clothed in the armour of God to protect us with the sword of the Spirit, the Word of God, to thrust through into the enemy, to get <coughs> the victory. Listen, there's no excuse for me. There's no excuse for anyone. We're equipped. We've got to use it. Pray, pray. How important is that? It's the only really way to do it. And you know, even greater still, we have the Holy Spirit within us. <coughs> he gives us the strength. He gives us the ability. He'll give us all and everything we need. Jesus said He will be the Comforter, the one alongside. He's the one ministering through us, to us, and will minister with us too. Listen, God has given us everything and all that we need. Let's use it. So in building up the work of God and considering our nation, if ever the nation needed, needed God, it's today. If ever believers needed God, it's today. If ever believers rose up and grabbed a hold of what God's got for the nation, that's going to work. That's the only thing that's going to succeed. Nothing else. Just nothing elsewhere. So there's real purpose in prayer. And do you know what that is? It's salvation for the lost. That's the reason why we pray. That souls will be saved, just like we were outside of Christ when others prayed for us, when someone prayed for me. God honoured that prayer. God answered that prayer. God answers our prayer. If there are those we care about and they are, if there are those we're concerned for, and we do. If there are those we want to see saved and that's all and everyone. Then pray. Then pray to God and believe that God can do it. And God will. So you see, really then in conclusion, because time is not If we think about the sea, the sea in the word of God always speaks of humanity. The sea will always speaks a bus. And what do I mean by that? Think about a ship. Think about the sh- a ship on the sea of humanity. Just like a ship. The church is a witness in the world. We're a witness in the world. First the vision. The vision then is all on board. The vision is get on board the ship. The ships are we. The visible is afloat. We're on our way in prayer. We're afloat. We're going. We're going. The victory the victory is safely won, <coughs> Because there will be a victory. Just like their mammaletes were defeated. It took time, but it was prayer that won. What was a the battle? They had to fight it through it's a battle but it was through prayer that they won and you know what <coughs> salvation for the lost at the greatest cost yes we lift up holy hands and magnify the lord and worship him but my mind went out not to hands lifted not to hands lifted Put the hands outstretched on a cross for me, for you, for everyone to be saved. His hands, Saviour's hands, won't we? Who are outstretched when he died to save us? What great cost. Surely then, surely we need to be in that place. Believing God. Things will happen. Lifted up was he to die. It is finished was his cry, well known verse of the game. Now in heaven, exalted high. He wasn't always on the cross. He died, yes, he did, for sinners. But he rose again, and he ascended, and he's interceding, and he's coming again. Oh, what a Savior! And the question is, is he your saviour? That's the important thing. And if he is, pray. Pray.